0: Uh, We are both what I call proficons, so profitable, private, promoter bootstrapped, and highly valuable, highly valuable, excess of hundred million.
1: What did you, what was the word you
0: just used? Proficon. So like unicorn, proficon. So P-R-O-F-I-C-O-R-N.
1: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Rajesh Jain. He's the founder of Net. Core Cloud, a global marketing technology company that offers AI powered marketing automations and analytics solutions. Rajesh, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. All right. So this is a this is an interesting platform. We could say you're one, maybe one of the OGs in the marketing automation space. That, that means original gangster. So tell us what you're building. What what are customers paying you for? Yep.
0: Yeah, so we got a full stack uh, Martech platform. So uh, if I, I'll put it in comparison to what U.S. companies do so it'll be easier for people to understand because we do a lot of things. Uh, we come from India. Emerging markets have been our playground so far, and we are now working to uh, expand in the U.S. and, uh, and, and Europe. Mm-hmm. Now, so we have, at, at the lowest end, we have a communications layer, which is like Twilio SendGrid, API plus uh, campaign management. Then we have engagement, customer engagement for B2C companies like what Braze offers. And then there is the uh, uh, experience layer, product experience. So nudges and uh, 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 A-B testing uh, inside there, like uh, Pendo, which does for B2B companies, we do for B2C companies.
1: Yep. So it's like Graze plus Twilio plus Pendo.
0: Yeah, Pendo for B2C. <laughs> um, and then there is also uh, search. So search, personalization, recommendations, a bit like uh, Dynamic Yield and Nosto. And we recently acquired a company for $100 million, uh, uh, basically invested. And uh, uh, it's one of the largest deals out of India in the SaaS space. Uh, It's a company which primarily operates in the US, a company called Unboxed. And uh, they essentially do search recommendations, so on-site search, exactly what Amazon does on its site when you do the search for other sites. So B2C companies, D2C companies, uh, retailers. Uh, They do recommendations and they do PIM, the product information management. Now Rajesh, are you mainly
1: selling to e-commerce brands?
0: Oh, yes. So uh, all our customers are basically um, uh, B2C companies globally, very big in emerging markets. So India, Southeast Asia, um, Middle East, and uh, Africa. And we've got now about uh, 40 customers that Netcore has directly in the US and about 100 odd customers that uh, Unboxed has in the US. So pretty significant presence now. Uh, in, how, in the US also.
1: How many total customers is Netcore working with, including unbox customers?
0: Uh, so Netcore totally has about five thousand customers, but we have a few other products which basically add up uh, uh, to this. In the communications and Martech space, we would have about about uh, a thousand plus customers
1: i see very cool now talk to me about the unbox deal here for a second they had raised 14.5 million from some vcs as well right so when you guys bought put in 100 million were you buying 100% equity or just a majority
0: 60% we've bought 90% in the company founders own 10% uh, the remaining 10% they continue to run the company uh, pavan and prashant great team there uh, so investors are out uh, we are in and we'll work together there's a great cross sell opportunity actually with Unbox because Unbox customers can now get the rest of our stack, so email, engagement, uh, et cetera, and uh, we can take Unbox to our customers across India and emerging markets.
1: Mhm. Now, just to Rajesh paint a picture here. This is a great setup obviously for the, those two founders because now they're building with you and maybe they obviously have some equity in the combined company, but they had raised 14.5 million total. Their last run was a Series C in 2017 for 12.5 million. Now, if they were raising 12.5 million, that was probably at a valuation at around 100 million. So now 3-4 years later, they're effectively selling for 100 million, right? So this was not a big win for the VCs that had money on, right?
0: Uh, I think VC has got a reasonable return. I think uh, uh, on 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 their investment, um, um, and actually the way we got to look at it is that they had, they had multiple rounds of VC. So early VC of course got a bigger bigger multiple, uh, and I think what uh, for for unboxed basically the advantage uh, that NetCore really brings in is um, that we can we bring in additional capital, we bring in our capabilities, our customers across the region, and. For their customers, I think the ability to actually have a a fuller solution, so with with what Netcore also does, email engagement. And Mm -hmm. that essentially, uh, uh, and I think we we are seeing this happen in the SaaS space, is that marketers basically over time will want to work with fewer vendors. So there's a consolidation which is happening. Um, And uh, I think the other big thesis that uh, we've been working on is really the big shift which will happen from ad tech to martech, and I can explain that, Nathan.
1: I would love to. I I don't want people to uh, get lost here, though, on the headline, which is you guys have some significant scale. You reported to the Economic Times, I believe, last year that you broke a $75 million run rate. Is that accurate?
0: Yes. So we are ourselves at about 85 now, and we had unboxed 10 million. So we are very close to 100 million uh, ARR now and completely bootstrapped.
1: Uh, that's my favorite part Yay. of this whole story. Completely. Boot- I love, you should be on the cover of every magazine, on every billboard. People should be celebrating. When did you found the company? What year?
0: Okay. So I founded it 25 years ago.
1: Wow. After I
0: sold my first company for a hundred million dollars. Wow. Uh, and when we, uh, my, it was India's first internet portals, basically targeted at uh, Indians uh, and Indians globally, especially in the U.S. I sold what was that first India? company? India World.
1: Oh, India World.
0: Yes. Was so it we a media had business? A, we had a clutch of, we had a family of internet portals. Uh, so we, I, I set up India's first internet portals in March 1995. So we, I started just around the time Yahoo and eBay did. So I was very early. I did it uh, pretty much all from India. And uh, uh, we got a very good exit when Satya Minfoway, which was listed on Nasdaq, Sifi, bought my company for 115 million, primarily uh, pretty much all cash. Uh, In uh, November '99, we sold. I think at the right time, just before the next. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. And were you the sole founder there?
0: Yes, we were. So, India World and Netcore have one thing in common, and you love this one. Uh, We are both what I call proficons. so profitable, (laughs) private, promoter, bootstrapped, and highly valuable. Highly valuable, excess of hundred million.
1: What did you? What was the word you
0: just used? Proficon. So like unicorn, proficon. So P R O F I C O R N. (laughs)
1: Um, I love that. I'm stealing that. Proficorn. I love that. Yes,
0: Proficorn. Absolutely, Nathan.
1: Okay. So give us more history here. $95 million run rate today, $75 million in 2021. What year did you break a million in revenue? You launched in 1998.
0: Yeah. So we've had a few pivots along the way. So the first 10 years, Netcore did not grow much. And we hit about a million dollars, I would say, in um, 2007 or 8 thereabouts. Uh, and uh, we've basically got two streams. So we have the high margin, what we call the high margin business, the platform business. So that's email, MarTech, and all the other things that I spoke about. We also have, and that we sell globally. We also have an SMS business, which we only do in India. SMS, of course, is a little lower margin. And uh, the revenues are split between these two businesses uh, for, for for Netcore. Uh, SMS also is, is, is doing very well. So basically, we combine... CPaaS and MarTech together. So like Twilio has, uh, we don't do much of voice, but other than that, uh, all of the the full stack basically. So the way I think of it is that the trend is really towards digital experience uh, platforms really. So Mm -hmm. other than the content part, DXPs and uh, big and emerging markets, and now uh, looking to grow, of course, more aggressively in, in US and Europe.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, fill out the revenue story though for me. So a million in 2018, what'd you have in 2015 revenue-wise? Do you remember? Oh,
0: um, 2015. I don't remember. See, um, When'd you break 10 done- million? Yeah, I think we would have been over 10 million. Yeah.
1: Okay. And what about 2018?
0: Uh, 2018 would have been, um, I'd say about 50 uh, odd million.
1: Okay. So you had a lot of growth from 2015 to 2018. In three years, you grew from 10 million to 50 million. Yeah. What drove most of that growth?
0: uh, So two things. Uh, Basically, the the big drivers have been that SMS grew in India. And we also expanded uh, the uh, the platform business outside of India. So the challenge for us is that the Indian market is actually quite small. Even though the customer base is very large, companies don't pay a lot of money uh, yet. So the email market plus the martech uh, business put together would probably be just about 150 odd million dollars across, uh, maybe 200 million across India and Southeast Asia. Ah, so if we okay. have to grow, we've got to expand outside. And yep. over the last three years, the real growth has come from our platform business, and not as much. We haven't focused as much on the SMS business because SMS is low margin, a lot of operator involvement, and we only do that in India. But it's still a healthy, healthy profit margin business. Mm-hmm. But where, where we see the future growth coming really is, and of course, the valuation of the business comes from the MarTech side of the business, email and the MarTech side.
1: What credit card should I use? You guys have heard this. If you're scaling with 10, 20 employees, you know that your lead developer needed your credit card data to sign up for Jira or Trello. Your head of marketing needed the credit card to sign up for Facebook ads. Or your head of HR needed a credit card or your credit card data to sign up for that Delta trip you need to take to that next conference. Nobody understands or understood how to track this stuff efficiently and effectively until Ramp came along. Create virtual or physical cards for everybody on your team as you grow and build your SaaS company quickly log into ramp and see where there are discounts you might be able to get that you didn't know about for example maybe you save 100 bucks a month on trello or 20 bucks a month on your email marketing provider ramp has all these listed in their platform and you can assign a credit card both virtual or and physical to every employee and set limits that way you can quickly see if you're dev tool spend is going up? Are you spending more on Trello or are Facebook ads increasing too fast or are you spending too much on travel? It's incredible the amount of insight you can see inside the ramp dashboard. I got a look the other day and I was blown away. I said, I've got to partner with these guys. Check it out today at NathanLacca.com forward slash ramp. That's NathanLacca.com forward slash ramp. I'm not going to tell you about the special bonus you'll see, but once you go to the landing page, you'll see there's a big With two zeros bonus on this page, nathanlacka.com forward slash ramp. Check it out today because time is money and I want you to save both. You said that you're eyeing 150 million in ARR by 2024. I think you're going to beat that.
0: Oh, yes. Now with with Netcore Plus Unboxed together, I think we should be doing uh, much more than that. We're also planning to do an IPO in India in about 12 months time. Um, Yes. And uh, we, got, we are 25% owned by employees. So I've got to make sure they also get some wealth creation. I
1: love that. Okay. So the equity today, you own uh, 75% employees own 25.
0: Absolutely.
1: I love this. Okay. Um, 75 is Rajesh. Okay, great. And then um, I guess, take me back, you know, profits are a beautiful thing. I rarely get to talk about them on the show, though, because so few people have them. So we should talk about them, right? So when you did 75 yep. million last year, how much profit?
0: So. Um, our profit margins have basically been about 17 to 18%. You said 17? Yeah.
1: So you profited about
0: 12,
1: 13 million last year, something like that.
0: Yes. So a,
1: million, a, million w- a, million, a million a month.
0: Yeah, million a month is what we've been doing. And uh, then what and do that's how the internal accruals have been, Nathan. Which the, inter- us the, what? the internal accruals to help us do the acquisition. So the ah. profits basically we've used uh, to invest into Unboxed.
1: Yep. Now, did you, did you go raise debt to do that unbox deal or it was 100 million of your own money? We
0: are, we are debt free, zero debt.
1: So, where'd you get 100 million from if you're only profiting like 10 million a year? Do you just, your bank had 100 million in it and you used it on unbox?
0: We've been profitable for, for 15 years.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. So, before unboxed, how much cash did you have in the bank? Like 120, 130 million?
0: Yeah, just over 100. So, um, plenty.
1: Okay. So was that, ner- I mean, that must be a little nerve wracking, right? You're spending almost all of your cash balance on one deal. Yeah.
0: So here's a, basically what we look at it is that Unboxed is a great asset. And uh, uh, I think now that we've got the critical scale, um, uh, it also allows us to tap, it, tap the public markets. We could have gone public in India probably even a year earlier, but what I wanted was a story which combines uh, which is a, globe, a, a, a global company, not just India and emerging markets, but also with a significant presence in the U.S. And mm-hmm. that's what Unboxed gives us. It gives a fuller stack, also. And uh, I think, uh, uh, I, I think the future really is going to be more on, 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 on. There's going to be more consolidation. So we want to look at funds raised from the IPO. So if we give, we get a currency uh, uh, plus we get cash, both yep. for 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 the consolidation as we go forward.
1: Rajesh, I imagine a lot of people have tried to buy you. Uh, Don't tell me who, but what is the most, what's the size, the dollar amount of the most recent acquisition offer you turned down?
0: Ah, We haven't uh, got too many acquisition offers, Nathan. Why not? Uh, Yeah, but see, I mean, companies like us should basically, I'd say, you know, profitable companies, not too many in this space. Um, uh, Emerging markets are going to grow very well. Uh, going forward we've got some great innovations coming up email 2.0 uh what we call the martech 2.0 uh, stack also uh, which basically uh, uh, brings in a lot of ai for predictive segmentation etc uh, email 2.0 brings in um, some very interesting ideas to transform email which has been around for a long time i'd say that companies like ours should basically we got a mix of cpass and and the high high and the platform business Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say we'd probably be valued anywhere between 6 and 10 times revenues, uh, and maybe with some bonus for being profitable.
1: I know you deserve a bonus. So maybe $800, $900 million valuations. If you IPO in 12 months, you could be, you know IPO at like a 1.5, 2 billion valuation, something like that.
0: Hopefully. Uh, I don't want to preempt uh, the markets. You know how they've been.
1: Yep. But, uh, yep.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I see. I, I think for us, the, the intermediate valuations are not that critical because... I really want to build it, uh, as Jim Collins puts it, you know, an enduring great company. We've been around for 25 years, and we want to be around for another 100 years.
1: I love that. Talk to me a little bit about churn. What's your net dollar retention today?
0: About 123%. In net. And,
1: and how much of that is coming from expansion?
0: About, uh, uh, I'd say about 13 to 15% uh, in expansion.
1: Well, I guess, sorry, to get net dollar retention, you want you subtract your churn, you add back your expansion. So shouldn't your expansion be more than 23%?
0: No. So, okay. Uh, okay. So let me correct that. Uh, um, uh, I meant the basically, uh, 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 I thought what you meant was the growth from existing uh, existing accounts. Yeah. NRR, you're talking NRR, right? Not the GRR number. Yeah. NRR. So, yeah. NRR would be roughly about uh, 30%. We have churn of roughly about 5%. So 5 to 7%. So that's Monthly?
1: Moving.
0: No, annually. Annually. annually, okay.
1: Got it. So you're churning five and you're expanding like 30%. So net, net retention is like 125, something like that.
0: And our platform business is growing totally about 45%. So you add another 25% and, and 20 plus percent in new customers.
1: I see. And Rajesh, how many folks are full-time on the team today?
0: We are 750 people uh, in uh, Netcore, another 150 people in Unboxed.
1: Okay. And uh, how many engineers total?
0: Engineers is about 175.
1: Wow. Okay. And how many sales reps that carry a quota? Oh,
0: that's 175 in NetCore, and add maybe another 60 in Unbox. I've got to add now both the companies. We still run them independently. And
1: okay. How many sales reps with a quota?
0: Sales reps for would be about 100 plus.
1: Do they all have a quota? Uh,
0: I would say 65 to 70 would be a quota. So what you've also got to remember in NetCore is we've got two smaller businesses. Also, uh, which have been our legacy businesses. So they also uh, have about 100, 100 plus 125 people working on those. Mm. So we have uh, essentially uh, uh, Linux based and Linux and uh, we sell, uh Office and Google uh, Gmail in India. Um, that's been a legacy business. We have also our own Linux based server. Uh, we also do some amount of acquisition. So at tech type business, it helps us get into companies um the the mail server business has been around for a long time so we basically we sell resell security and infra solutions for companies uh, in india largely well
1: and you have um, a yeah huge penetration in india right i think you said 75% of india's email traffic and 50% of asia's email traffic goes through netcore yes. cloud right Absolutely. so yeah. we do
0: 18, 18 billion emails a month um uh, uh which is i think which would be Uh, among one of the largest ones. I mean, we are probably one of the few independent email companies left in the world, given that most of the other companies have been acquired.
1: Emails per month, you said, right?
0: Email per month, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's incredible. All right, Rajesh, heck of a story here. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book?
0: Favorite book is Jim Collins, the book which came out about a year and a half ago, Beyond Entrepreneurship 2.0.
1: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
0: So um, essentially, I think um, our, a couple of our competitors, basically, I, I think uh, Twilio has done a fantastic job. There's a lot to learn from Twilio and of course, Salesforce.
1: Mm-hmm. Both the number. CEOs,
0: uh, I think, have a lot to teach us on how to do how to build sca- very big SaaS companies.
1: Rajesh, number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool for building Netcore?
0: Online tool for? Nathan, I
1: online it. tool for that you use to build the company.
0: Oh, um uh, uh, we are, we, we, we use Salesforce a lot internally, yep. uh, and, uh, fresh, fresh works.
1: Yep. For gearish, customers. gearish with a nice comp for you in the public market. Yes. Number, f- number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
0: Oh, I get about six and a half to seven hours of sleep every night.
1: And what's your situation?
0: I wake up at 4.30, so I sleep early. So this is late for me by my standards.
1: Oh, amazing. <laughs> what's your situation? Married, single kids?
0: Okay. Married for 29 years. Um, wow. And have a kid who's 17 years.
1: Okay. So one one kid? One kid. Yes. Okay. And how old are you, Rajesh?
0: I'm 54. I'll be 55 in August.
1: 54 in August. years young. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20.
0: Okay. Uh, so I wish someone had told me how important things other than engineering uh, would have been, especially economics, psychology, uh, all of these disciplines, the liberal arts, basically. Something I think I I realized the value of liberal arts pretty late in life. So uh, I wish I had known that when I was 20.
1: Guys, we found a gem today. It's so rare. A profitable company doing almost $100 million in revenue. Launched in 1998. They broke a million revenue in 2008, $50 million in 2018, $75 million last year. They did their first acquisition, paid over $100 bucks of cash, which was about 90% of their total cash in the bank at the point. So a big bet added on $10 bucks of revenue. But it helps Rajesh build out a full stack and move into the US market with an acquisition company called Unboxed. They're looking at an IPO in the next 12 to 24 months. We will see what happens. Rajesh, thanks for taking us to the top.
0: Thank you very much, Nathan. Great conversation.